0: Chapter 42 of the Complete Works of Bran the Iconoclast, Volume 1, by William Cowper Bran. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. This recording is by William Jones. Chapter 42. The Bike Bacillus. The Women's Rescue League met recently at Washington and launched a double-shotted anathema at the female bike-fiend. The leaguers attributed to the bicycle craze the alarming increase in the number of courtesans and call upon ministers and respectable women everywhere to denounce cycling by the sex as vulgar and indecent. Nor do they stop there the bike in their opinion is irremediably bad while destroying the morals of the maid it wrecks the prospective motherhood of the matron it is provocative of diseases peculiar to women and calculated to transform the sex into a grand army of invalids these are a few of the reasons why the women's rescue league is scattering tacks in the pathway of the pneumatic tire there are others those whose specialty is the conservation of virtue should carefully study the causation of vice in dealing with a red-light district an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure to remove the causes which produces courtesans were a nobler work than to drag debased womanhood out of the depths doubtless the rescuers imagine they have made a new discovery of inestimable benefit to society have laid the axe to the root of that evil of which the body house is the flower and hell the fruitage. After patient research in the science of sexual criminology, they have determined that the bicycle is naughty without being nice. It is perversity personified. It is the incarnation of cousinness, the avatar of evil. Turn it which way you will, it rolls into the primrose path of dalliance whose objective point is the Acaldama. No more do women's feet take hold in hell. She goes scorching over the brink with her tootsies on the handlebar. So say the ladies of the rescue league. What are we going to do about it? Clearly, it were useless to denounce a craze, sheer folly to argue against a fad. We had better save our breath to cool our broth the ministers cannot be depended upon to lend their moral support to this new movement against the magdalen maker they have bought bikes and are chasing the girl in bloomers one half the great she worlds on wheels the other wondering how it feels to ride clothespin fashion clearly the women's rescue league cannot stem the tide not even with the help of the iconoclast and ex-governor Hogg. It must either straddle a bike or join in the stampede, climb a fence or get run over. Heavens, is there no help for us, no halting place this side of heterism? Are we all peddling at breakneck pace to the grove of Daphne where lust is law? Is the bike transforming this staid old world into one wild bacchic orgy or phallic revel? Have we toiled a foot thus far up the social mountainside only to go bowling down on a pneumatic tire? As low as to the fiends? Help us somebody. Police Just why the bicycle affects woman so unfavorably, the Leaguers do not inform us. We are left to surmise why tramping a bike should make her more reckless than treading a sewing machine why exercise in the open air should be more dilatorious to health and morals than the round dance in a heated ballroom, or even the delightfully dangerous back-parlor hug why segregation on the cycle should be more potent to evoke those passions which make for perdition than the narrow seated buggy with its surreptitious pressure of limb to limb and the moral euthanasia which the man of the world knows so well how to distil into the ear of womanhood why the bike should be more dangerous to morals than the french fiddle mentioned by shakespeare appears to be a question solely within the province of the pathologist a pantagruelism is proceeding almost exclusively on micrological lines we may expect that sooner or later some eminent physician will startle the world by discovering the bicycle bacillus all our ills appear to be caused by minute insects that get inside of us demoralize our system of government and inaugurate a reign of anarchy everything from mugwumpery to the meddler's itch from corns to crime is now traced to the pernicious activity of some microbian even our currency system is blasted by gold-bugs and prohibition milk sickness is being treated with vermifuge. A Kansas M.D. has succeeded in hiving the old-age microbe, and is now treating the ballet girls whom Weiss and Greenwall and Rigsby and Walker will bring south next winter, while a New York empiric has discovered the insanity insect and is fumigating the brain of the Reverend Mr. Parkhurst. Thus does medical science go marching from comp, to conquest reforming and rejuvenating this wicked and suffering world clearly the rescue league should have cried for aid to the doctors of medicine instead of to the doctors of divinity if the bicycle bacillus can be caught and killed the red-light district will disappear and the rescuers turn their wonderful energies in new directions once the existence of this nymphomanium micrococcus, as we philomaths would call it, is established, the rest will be dead easy. Whether patients will be treated externally or internally depends, of course, upon the habits of the infinitesimal vulture that is feeding on our social vitals. We do not know as yet whether it is a moral microbe or a physical philorexera, if the former, the mind will have to be taken out sandpapered carefully rinsed in a strong aseptic solution and treated with soothing antaphrodisiacs after each meet of the bicycle brigade if the latter the evil can easily be obviated by providing the softer sex with medicated cycling suits or half-soling their bloomers with asbestos if the rescuers really have the good of their frail sisters at heart They should cooperate with the physician, should provide themselves with compound microscopes and search assiduously for bacilli, instead of appealing to preachers who may themselves be veritable breeding-grounds for the most destructive of all bacteria. It may be necessary, in order to compel success, for the rescuers to sacrifice themselves upon the altar of science, to become martyrs to the cause in striving to save others from the pestilence that walketh in darkness. They may be themselves destroyed, but the true reformer draws back from no danger. Let them take their lives in their hands, if need be, boldly seize the bicycle bacillus by the ears, and bump his head. The crisis is indeed acute. Still we may rely on science to save us. It is possible, that the first step in that direction has been already taken for is not the insanity germ discovered by the new york doctor responsible for the bicycle craze as well as the reform frenzy and if a free silver lunatic or gold bug crank can be permanently cured by the simple expedient of boring a hole in his lumbar region and drawing off the cerebrospinal fluid and in it the microbes that build wheels in his head is there not hope that the bicycle habit may be altogether abolished by the return of the fiends to mental normality now that dr babcock has learned to cast out devils will not the world be redeemed cert let the women's rescue league take courage and bask in the sunny optimism of the iconoclast we'll soon have all the various brands of bacteria in the bouillon then there'll be nobody to rescue, nothing to reform, and the leaguers and the public can take a much-needed rest. In all seriousness, I opine that the bike is a harmless instrument when properly handled. The trouble is not so much with the evasive machine as with the woman who straddles it. It will carry its rider to church as rapidly as to the reservation." doubtless many women employ it to seek opportunities for evil as a means of attracting the attention of libidinous men but had the bike never been built they would find some other way into the path of sin would get there just the same there were courtesans before it came there will be demimondaines ages after its departure mary magdalen either walked or rode a mule Aspasia was a scourger, but she couldn't coast. Helen of Troy never saw a pneumatic tire. Semiramis preferred a side-saddle. Cleopatra didn't attract Colonel Anthony's attention by mounting a machine in the marketplace. The bike is no more an incentive to Baudry than is a wheelbarrow. It doesn't make a woman depraved. It only renders her ridiculous." End of chapter 42 The Bike Bacillus